Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. David, I'm on semi-vacation in Maine, honey. How could I be in a bad mood? I mean... Aren't you fully in the Christmas spirit? I'm so in the Christmas spirit. I'm rocking out to Christmas music. I just, I love it. I love this time of year. Do you want to know what it is? I was in the Christmas spirit. Like, I like to get things done early, as you know. So I was in the Christmas spirit the day after Thanksgiving, handed out the doorman cards, filled them out, gave the building tips. Now I truly feel, because I started the day after Thanksgiving, I feel like this month, December, has been four years. How is it still December? Like, I planned everything up to New Year's, and I just feel like it's been going on forever. It is a great time of the year, I just feel like I'm a little stressed out still about a lot of things that have to be done, even though I did a lot. And I just, I don't know. I just want to go to sleep in January. Honestly. Yeah. I am. uh, Well, I know there is always, there is a lot to do. I will say, I will say, yeah, there is. I'm just ignoring it. And I'm just like drinking wine every night. I'm just like bringing, taking in the holiday spirit. I love it. Anyway. It's really good. But wait, I need to hear really quick before we get in. We have a million topics to get to, but was Madonna worth it. Like I've heard so many mixed things. So was it amazing? I know you're a diehard. Well, first of all, there was a three night residency in Brooklyn. I attended two of the nights. Oh my. And I'm going with friends uh, to Kia. I'm going to be in, you know, I'm doing my winter residency in LA with you and I'm going to Madonna in LA too. So honey, the Madonna tour for, for David oh, behind wait. the velvet rope is just starting. We have about 10 more visits here. Did she show up on time? Well, listen, you know, it's going to be a late start. So, I mean, the first night was at the first night, believe it or not, the night I didn't go, she went on at 10.50 and the other two nights at 10.15. So when you know it's a 10.15 start, you just show up a little late, girl. But let me tell you, daddy over here is not a young woman. I had to like yesterday, because I went Saturday night, I literally was in bed. It it ends at like 1 a.m. So you go to bed at like 2.30 in the morning. I was in bed all day yesterday. In her fucking dreams. Are you kidding me? No. No. She Charming. goes on 10.15. No, thank yeah. you. 10.15 to 12.40 Absolutely not, bitch. I have kids. I have a job. Like I have a dog. Actually, I don't have a dog. But I have like a husband to get up. No. Honey. No. She can let- keep it. The queen goes on when she wants. And speaking of daddy, daddy Cohn was there last night. 
Yeah. Or two and nights we, ago. And so you were like right next to him, right? Were you next to him when she called him out or something? For Very the- close. Yeah. I mean, look, she's, Madonna is, I mean, just for anyone who wants to go, it just, it's, listen, she has done, I feel she has done a co- controversial statement, bring on the hate. I feel she has done more for the gays than almost anyone else ever. So it's really a full anthology on her career and you see and you just you are brought back to the beginning and you just realize what a revolutionary really in my next life. I would li- like what would David like to talk about here for the next hour and like talk about the Madonna concert and be I'd like to talk about Shannon Doherty's podcast, which I don't listen to podcasts. I'm officially listening to sh- I've listened to two out of two episodes now. We won't you guys. We're, this is my day job and we're going to talk Bravo because daddy does need to pay for his expensive lifestyle, which. I got to slow my shit down over here. But Daddy, Daddy Cone was there, dar- darling. Daddy Cone was there. She you called him on, out. You ain't on Louis Vuitton's, you know, constant private invite list if you ain't spending a lot of money, honey. honey you, they, ain't, they ain't calling me. Guess what, honey? The joke's over here. This is like, I, I got it. Like, the joke's over. It's David... Like, I, I don't know who I think I am. I'm going to live a very pious life. And t- my, my goal for 2024 is just to... Be is under the radar. Humility is humility and humble living. Humility, humble living, under the radar, less is more, just okay. Stay quiet, real David. Quick, real quick, I think you summed it up. Like, tell us the Madonna Andy story. And then, real quick, I mean, this is amazing that you've listened to a podcast. I'm curious how Shannon Doherty's is. Like, is it sad? Is it inspirational? Is it about guests? Well, Madonna did call out Daddy Cone. She was kidding, but she was like, you know, stop saying shit shit about me on your show. And Andy, of course, was in his glory that the cameras spanned over to him and gave him a minute in the spotlight with Madge. It's like, honey, you might have just had your moment with Cher at the Thanksgiving Day Parade, but you ain't going backstage at Madonna. I mean, come on. I mean, no, you know, you got to really Madonna don't let like an Andy backstage as as a list as Andy is. I'm not taking that away from him. You know, Madonna's Madonna, honey. Uh, She's just like, stop saying shit about me on your show, bitch. Uh, and she's like, she said, you're a shady ass queen. So, and I heard <laughs> like, I think he reposted the video and he's like, I'll be called out by Madonna, like any day, you know, all in fun or something. But yeah, I did see that. Daddy had a moment. Um, she opened up about almost dying earlier this year. And listen, it's, 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 it's a new Madonna for this phase of her life. She is E. She's appreciative and she's just, she's brought the humor back. Shannon's podcast, listen, I mean, her second guest was, I mean, her first guest, but second episode, Holly Marie Combs from Charmed. Listen, here's the thing. This is why, and Shannon's first of all podcast is like, Shannon's been in the press more in the past two weeks than the past. Like, his thing is trending. I mean, look, she's like, here's the thing about Shannon's podcast. Like, she's there's no angle she's not looking for press she's i mean shannon's a-list shannon wants to talk about her cancer she's on like kelly and ryan and a cover of people like shannon really gets good press um when you have stage four cancer which is now in your brain and is spread to your bones i mean she doesn't want to do an autobiography so this to me feels final in a way the madonna tour feels final too she's reflecting upon her 40-year career final in a different way, but I feel like everything Shannon says is, is real, right? Like when it's, you have this illness, I'm not saying the end is now she is living. She can go on for years, but I really feel there's no angle. I feel like it's all just like, you guys want the truth. Here it is. Like, what the hell do I have to gain at this point? That's why I love it. Alyssa Milano, they called out in the second episode. Look, I mean, Alyssa and Shannon have had issues on charmed and, you know, now we learn Alyssa and her family try to keep Holly away from Shannon and that put like a wrench in their friendship. Anyone who's not a Charm fan or a Shannon fan is like, what the hell are you talking about? But I feel that's why I like it because I feel like it is truly authentic. And, you know, with stage four cancer in all these areas, she's not trying to like get a soundbite. So that's why I like it. It's really just like, let's be clear. It is clear. Yes, she is going to talk about cancer during it. And it's sad, but it's inspiring as well. And I think it's just... Good for her. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm listening. It's the only podcast I will listen to. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. I love her too. I mean, she's so incredibly brave. She's done so much for people with cancer and she's got a lot more years to go. So good for her. I, I love to see it. She looks like a million bucks. I love it. And, uh, you know, oh. we always talk about on this podcast, you know, for the grace of God, go I and just keep our health. That's like all you want. It's just <sighs> Keep your health. I'm scared every day, but today I'm healthy. So let's just be happy. Let's do it, baby. All right. Where are we starting? God, there is literally so much to cover. I mean, where do you want to start? Can we officially ban Kim and Croy? Can we? Can we? Okay. I would ban Bethany. And I have had people slide in my DMs, our fans. You should give her a chance. She's obnoxious, and but she makes fun of herself. You guys, do you hear yourselves messaging me about what? You you tell me all the things of why somebody wouldn't listen, and then you tell me give her a shot. I'm so done with her. But I, I can understand she's more relevant. Kim and Croy, to me, are we going to keep going with them? Are we going to keep talking about them? I don't even understand now what has happened. We have the son calls 911 again. And then Croy is saying that Kim is cheating on him and what she responds like, break this down for me because I'm really confused. I personally believe that Kim is the one calling 911 because they once the police got to the home again outside of Atlanta, they claim a child didn't call. Um, It's very confusing who it is. Now, I'm sure 911 documents who actually called in. So maybe it it was the child. I I mean, 911 is the real deal. Like there is a lot. This isn't like, let me pull a scam and sell my designer bags online and say they're brand new and they really are shit. I mean, you don't fuck with 911. I mean, there's a log. I don't understand. And maybe there is somebody in Croy's life. Like, is this all an act? I mean, is there, what about Croy's parents? I mean, aren't, aren't people intervening here going, this woman is making you mad. Really the big thing over the past week has been this video that's come out of Croy being interviewed by police and he's completely losing it. And he's like, the guy's like, okay, calm down. He's like, I'm not fucking calming down. There's no money left. There's no house left. One day she wants to divorce me. She's fucking other men. He's losing it. Um, then she's come out on her stupid Instagram, my statement on if I'm cheating. And, you know, then she denies that she's cheated on Croy. Um, allegedly, the kids called. I think I don't know how many times the children have called that, you know, that part of this was that Croy was allegedly hitting Kim. He says that's not true, that he like went to like grab her or whatever, but never actually like physically punched her or hit her, that the kids apparently got scared. They thought she were, I mean, can you imagine living in the chaos of this house? And now, you know, I just feel like at this point she is, and Croy said she's a narcissist. She's the one keeping this going. I actually believe that part of it. I think, I think she really believes, and I'm curious what you think. I think she really thinks she has a shot of getting back on Bravo and maybe she does. But to me, this is just so those kids are going to be so messed up at this point. It's and and I mean, you've got the inside scoop. Is she pregnant? Is Kim Zolciak pregnant? Uh, This woman is clickbait like I've never seen before in my life. And people really are getting, you know, it's kind of like. Everyone listening is responsible for this. It's kind of like when people slip into my DMs and, you know, your competitor, first of all, I don't got no competitors, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're telling me how much you hate this person and you're listening. People tell me how much they hate me and they listen. So stop clicking on her shit. It's all clickbait. It's all fake, right? It's like she's on to all this. I mean, I do believe she thinks she's going to be back on Bravo or some TV show with all these antics. And that is far from the case. They want nothing to do with this messy, messy. Bravo does not want low rent, messy, trashy bullshit. They want what they call inspiring people who then are also um, crazy and off center and come unraveled before your eyes. But no, Kim is too low rent to be back on Bravo. I think this, I've called her trash before. I try not to get riled up. I try not to get judgmental. I try not to be elitist. I find this is truly the definition of pure fucking trash. It is trash. And here's the thing. I just have a crazy question for Croy based on everything you just said. Why can't you just leave, dude? I don't understand. Can you pack up and just go live in a studio apartment? They're not that bad. Furnish um, it nicely. 
my I feel like isn't this the I don't know. I don't know the laws. Somebody listening knows far more than we do. But I feel like there's something about whoever moves out of the house first. Like you should never yeah. leave the house. Yeah. When you're going through a divorce, that does that triggers something. I don't know if it automatically the person that stays has like additional rights. So I think he's there because if he leaves, you know, I think he it's harder for him to fight the case of like we need to sell the home. How the house hasn't been sold at this point, I don't know. Now the real estate know. market isn't great. Now we hear the interest rates are going to be cut several times in 2024. So ain't nobody buying now. You know, everybody's gonna wait. So but I think it has to do with that. But, you know, to your point, I don't know what the law is, but couldn't he even like get a camper and like live in the driveway in a camper? You know what I mean? Like you're still on property, but maybe that's- Or just come home and lock yourself in a room. And I mean, it's a miserable way to just- Look, I mean, if he's not engaging at all and she's still like, oh, wait, I'm bored. I'm going to call 911 and make something up. I guess there's nothing you can do about that. But dude, stop engaging. And I mean, I'm, so, I'm know, so over them. You talk about crying wolf. I mean, 911, it's like for people. That's what I said. Fucking emergency. I mean, this bitch go, you know, you know, how many times have they showed up there? It's time to taser the two of them. Like, honestly, I mean, start like I would taser them and I don't give a shit what people say. Oh, you're like police brutality. No, these people are crazy. Enough Taze is them. enough. I mean, tase the fuck out of them and teach them a lesson. This is your tax dollars. You think this is like. I'm I mean, okay it, with tasing them. I have no problem with that. I didn't realize you were getting uh, chastised for police brutality. Man, they really come after you, Sarah. I Con don't. Conservative, conservative, uh, first Sarah. Of all, I, first of all, I'm an independent. I'm not. I love wow. gay rights. Everybody should have the right to get divorced. Um, and, you know, I, I I think there should be tougher gun laws. So I Look, can't be. I'm socially liberal and I'm financially very conservative. So I'm I don't know what I am. Um, So I, I'm not I'm not knocking you for throwing some tasing around just a little bit towards Kim and Croy. Yeah, um, I want to ban them. Let's do I, it. I want to ban them. Hero breads. Oh, my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where my optimal body comes into play. Visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply 
of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. You know what I also want to talk about? I don't know what we said we were going to talk about second, but I find this interesting that Lindsay Hubbard has done in a recent interview um, where she, you know, she re- regurgitates the breakup with Carl. She says, you know, Carl called producers when he was going to break up with her. And, you know, which if that's the case, that is kind of low, right? I mean, anything for the show, I guess, you know, and got that scene filmed. And she said, look, maybe in 10 years, we'll be an acquaintance. (laughs) The friendship is over. And now she's saying, here we go again, Sarah. Here we go again. She's saying she does not feel comfortable filming next season of Summer House. Now we still have to air a whole season where they're together and break up. And she says she just, no, she's not going to film. Um, She's not going to film with Carl, does not feel comfortable being in a house with him anymore. And here we go. So does she need to call Lala and Sheena and Katie, whatever the hell her name is, Maloney, and and get, so So she says she's not going to film with Carl. She says she's just, she's, she's done. She's not filming um, that she, at this point in time, I would not be comfortable sharing a house with him after what he did and she could never trust him. So is this true? Is Lindsay not going to film with Carl or have we learned a lesson from Vanderpump rules yet? Um, we've learned a lesson from Vanderpump because every single one of those individuals, including Ariana filmed scenes this past season with Tom after they swore they never would. Uh, you know, look, I do this too. I, the minute I make a proclamation, like I'll never do this again, it's kind of what you tell me about listening to Bethany's podcast. Then, you know, you go back and listen. Right. So I think you can't, you just never can say never. And I think she's going to probably reap the benefits like Ariana has, and she'll be back filming with him. And I think it's smart to film with him, you know, and I, you know, I understand it's so hurtful and painful, but, um, you know, I mean, people want to see that side of it too. Like it is, they still have these friend groups and I'm sure a lot of women want to see her kind of get her vengeance and have a one-on-one with him and say everything that we're all thinking. So, I mean, she's going to turn down the, 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 when the contract comes, I mean, unfortunately we now have to watch an entire season still of the two of them together. And, and it's, we have a long way before that, but you know, it'll start filming the next season. Well, the next season will probably air in like February and yeah, I mean, next summer. So Lindsay, you know you're going to film with Carl. Come on, girl. Is she really not going to film with him? Come on. Ah, Sarah, these are the things that keep me up at night. Um, Speaking of Bethany and her podcast, she did a little chat recently. And I don't think this is revealing anything. Because, you know, when someone's really my friend, I keep it in the vault. It's her story to tell. We might do it. But... Bethany, I mean, I, I got a text in the middle of the night being awoken by my good friend Elise Lane from Roni. Bethany is putting Elise's name in her mouth on the latest podcast, which the story has nothing to do with Elise, although she went away with Elise. And it's all about Martha Stewart and how she had this. You know what the thing about? So I don't know if you listen to this episode. You know what the thing about Bethany is? Do you want do you, do you all have a minute? Do you have a minute, Sarah? Yes, we want to hear it. She can't just... It's so subtle. This is like, she knows what she's doing. She can't just tell a story. It has to be a like, you know, and Martha told me I was like the most best at, like whatever it is, she has to put in so subtly. There, there we go. With I had to Google, I had to Google who Elise Lane was, but there she is. Friend okay. of, from season okay. 12, I believe, I believe 12. Okay, go on. Sorry, Elise. But Elise is like my really good friend. So Elise woke me up in the middle of the night to a text that fucking Bethany is talking about me. So look, Elise will come on. She'll tell her story. I'm not going to tell it for her. But there was no point for Bethany to, to put Elise's name in her mouth in this way. It's not okay. But Bethany, the thing about Bethany, she can't just tell a story. It has to be of like, you know, well, I'm the most successful housewife of all. It's so subtle. She 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 works it in there. So listening to this story, because Elise is like, 
press play, listen, I have to now have my side of it and clear this. So I had to listen to this Bethany podcast for Elise. And she just can't tell a story, you know, and Martha, you know, Martha tells me I'm the best at this. And it's like, oh God, the bottom line is she made up with Martha Stewart. But the Andy thing, which is trending is, you know, she's like, and I saw Andy and it's the holidays. And I thought maybe of going over and like, basically like, and I'm like, girl, I think Andy fucking hates you, right? And she's like, you know, it's still too raw to talk to him. Like, I just don't think Bethany realizes her words like, I don't really think you're going to be friends today with Andy Cohen after all this, girl. You all already know how I feel. Uh, somebody <laughs> sent me a clip. I believe she was talking about Dave Portnoy, who's the head of C. you know, this. What did she say about him? Because I don't think on that same episode, maybe, maybe I stopped listening after the Elise part. I, I did not listen to the full episode. I listened to that clip where she essentially goes, oh, well, Dave Portnoy confided in me. We have very rich friends. I'm going over to see them. Very rich, very powerful. I'm having dinner with them tonight. And Dave, he had a falling out with them. He told them off. Not a good idea. I told Dave, not a good idea. Dave texted me. He wants to make up with them. He wants my advice, how to get back in with them. And uh, not a good move, Dave. Not, and I'm just thinking, like, uh, who would tell her... Who would confide in her? Who would do business with her? Who would do anything with her? You know this. You have dealt with powerful people. There are people you keep in the vault. I don't care if you don't like Dave Portnoy. He does have, he's a powerful person. He has a lot of fans. He has a lot of people who will go to bat for him. I always have a theory. I think Dave hires multiple private investigators to kind of investigate people. I think Dave is very, very brilliant for whatever Dave doesn't do. like he's like us on 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 acid he doesn't fucking care he sits there and he's taking on the powerful Kim Kardashian he's like this fucking bitch let me tell you what a fucking bitch Kim Kardashian is fucking with Taylor Swift yeah and but that's it's like very that's strategic though because you it always, is you always punch up and, you know, she's a great person to punch up at because yeah. she's the biggest, you know, no one has any empathy for Kim. Not that she needs any, but I mean, that's a good, that's an easy target. And people, she's polarizing, you know, that's a, that he, that's a very strategic one, I think. But also Bethany's just, Bethany's an idiot. I, I really, you had, you had uh, Meredith. Um, Lynch. Oh my Meredith Lynch on, who's the TikTok kind of investigator of pop culture. And I loved her take on Bethany, how lost Bethany is. And she's just trying. And it's, I don't, you know, people don't want to hear how negative I am, especially in this wonderful holiday season. So I'm going but, to move on. But, but do you Bethany see what I mean? Like you just said, like she tells the story instead of just being like, I'm going to dinner where she doesn't be like, oh, and, and it's just rich people. And it's, I'm so rich. And Dave is so rich. And I don't know which one of us is richer. And, 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 you know, I, it's insufferable. I don't know who listens to her and, and people, these people, these people, these people, apparently they did. Wonderful listeners slide in my DMs all the time and they say, oh yeah, she did. she's obnoxious and she's this and she's that. But you know, she's really great. You ought, I'm like, are you guys hearing, like reread your message? No. We have a love-hate relationship with Bethany. It's why, listen, we just so did our list. Just our, hate. But I, is, you I, hate I, her. You I, and I, Meredith Lidge hate her. I'm, I'm like a little bit like the listeners here today. I, I... Yeah, there's something I mean, about I, Bethany that just I, I don't mind. I look at I go back to the Sutton factor. I go back to like, which is so arrogant of me. It's so elitist of me. I, I have to maybe it's a microaggression. I've learned about microaggressions from my good friend Ebony. Maybe it's a micro, maybe it's a wealth microaggression on my point of like, if Bethany were broke, I would be like, this bitch, get the fuck out of my way. Shut the fuck up. But because Bethany has had such success, I do listen when she talks. So maybe it's a, it's a prejudice on my part. Well, I've said it a bazillion times. I mean, she does have great points about the reality reckoning and the union. I mean, she, I've said that she has great points. And I think the sad part is, is she is or could be a very effective leader, but I have no idea. There's just no strategy there. And I think Bethany's probably, and look, I have my own faults. I think she's just a woman that she really does feel like she knows it all. And she's not going to take anybody's advice. And, um, I think she just loves to hobnob with super rich people that are powerful and talk about that. And I, 
more power to you. I just don't know who would be friends with her and why you'd even, you know, she's mad at Dave Portnoy because Dave came after uh, Rachel Levis calling her dirt bag and everything, which I agree, I think was too much. I didn't, I don't, sometimes Dave, I think goes overboard, especially towards women, a hundred percent. So, you know, I get that, but uh, I just think, you know, for you to go on your show and go, well, I, you know, I told Dave like to expose Dave. It's like, again, who's going to, who's going to, you have a, you have a company you want to sell. You're going to sell it to her. Would you trust her? Well, if she'd purchase my company, sure. I mean, like if she wants to give me money, like I don't have don't, to deal with her you know, after I sell it. Actually, went through, but you know, when you're in business, you have discussions, you say things, and you know, there's a kind of a code of conduct of like you know keeping everybody's secrets under wraps because it's about your integrity and reputation, and and people make mistakes or people are, you know, doing this with their business or not. I mean, no one who would. I just think you know. She has had success in the past, but she certainly hasn't had a home run in a long time. And it's just too bad. I think she just keeps digging a deeper grave. But anyway, we've heard enough about what I maybe in 2024. She'll come through for you. Um, It's really rare that I become like, you know, it's I don't get obsessed with the story lately, but every now and this one excites me. Well, it excites me more. I love this whole thing going. So Roni, Roni Legacy Girls Trip is here um, this whole thing about like Ramona crashing the party. Could you believe it? Can I just say this? I did think Ramona looked amazing. Did you like, what do she we looks? Gonna- she's 66. <laughs> she's 66. Could we not forget what Ramona and you know, I don't so like good. talking. I don't like talking about people. I'll talk about people's wealth. I'll talk about people's intelligence. I don't like, I'll talk about people's alcoholism. I don't like talking about people's looks, but can you remember what Ramona looked like in the beginning? I mean, this, you never know how someone's going to age. It's always, the, Ramona looks great. She is 66. I mean, come on, guys. She's looking great. I love, so we have this party. The girls trip is back. We have the red carpet. It's in New York City. And we see the girls. Ramona is part of the season. It's not that strange. You see them all. And now it's come out, you know, it came out last week that Ramona crashed the party. That's what the sources are saying, that she was not invited. Now, and she just called up and said, hey, I'm going to be back in New York early and I'm going to stop on by. Rumor is she came. It was very short lived and she left. Now, I got a lot to say about this one. Sarah showing a picture of Ramona from the beginning. I mean, Ramona, she's always. Who's that guy? Is that Mario? Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, I know everyone thinks he was hot, but are you sure? That's like that. Yes. Wow. That's hotter than I ever thought. I don't know. They're oh, pretty attractive. She's been pretty hot for a long time. She's hot. He. That's a great picture of Mario. Um, Everyone can go to YouTube. They could see that. Um, Here is the thing about Ramona. I, I'm so mixed on this one. You know, somehow... I see, you know, how everyone says, like, you know, I say just health is all that matters. And I tend to see the world pretty clearly and not get involved in all this noise. I don't know. All these self-help things on my Instagram pop up. I think I like, I think the algorithm of self-help is is like, I like, I I put hearts on these because there's certain things on Instagram that come up and they're so empowering. And I'm like, oh, I agree with this one. I agree with that one. So somehow I'm in the self-help category that all this shit pops up on my Instagram. But It is true. So there's something that pops up all the time about like, you know, one of the sayings is like, you know, if you're not invited, don't go. And I'm like, I totally agree with that. If you're invited last minute, don't go. I don't agree with that. I'm really bad with making plans. You can call me last minute. I actually love that. And if I'm sitting home, I'll go. But like, if you're not invited, don't go. So part of me is like, girl, and part of me is like, bravo, no pun intended for having the balls to just say, Oh, well, I mean, I'm part of the show. I'm Ramona Singer. I don't care if you invited me. I'm coming. So part of me is like, good for you, right? Uh, I'm on the part of good for you. I don't, I just, um, I don't know why. I just have like, I guess I, I've said this when we did our best and worst. I would have loved to have seen Ramona have some remorse. I mean, people make mistakes all of us every color every background you're going to say things that offend people it's just life especially if you're a public figure you know because it it, it, what Ramona said super insensitive offensive definitely a racist comment but you know multiple racist comments 
<laughs> Well, oh, really? Wait, was there, I thought there was just that one. Well, wait, was there? She talked, she, she spoke to our producer and used certain words and she said other things. Like, why do we have, like, why are there certain people on this show and we don't need this? She said a lot of things, but go on. Let's skip over that Okay, for a well, moment. then, um, okay, look, I mean, I, I, she needs to take accountability. That's, that's the bottom line. She needs to take accountability. Um, She's just acting like she's right, like fine. nothing happened. And, you know, look, the thing is, is she is on that show. Um, and I, I feel like you don't have to, I, I'm torn. I guess I'm torn like you are. I, she looked phenomenal and she's been a part of that Bravo cast forever. I mean, it takes some balls to crash a place. I guess she's completely Delulu. A major thing where like there is, you know, there's security and there's a list and I understand you are Ramona, but If they really, truly PR and legal, if NBC really didn't want you there, you could Yeah. have been like a mere mortal girl and turned away at the door just like normal That's people right. are every day. Like, so to me, I would be so tense going, just knowing I was walking into an event I wasn't invited to. But then part of me is like, good for you. Go wherever you fucking want. That's how the world works. You guys want to go somewhere? Go. Fuck them. You, I can't really add anymore. That's kind of how I feel too. I, Right. yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I, Do I yeah. think it's, it's I, over for Ramona after this? Yes. I don't think we're, we're seeing her Well, back it should on our be, Bravos. it should be like, to your point, these multiple racist comments, not owning it, not learning from it. Then, you know, bye Ramona. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Now, have we watched Girls Trip? Because I have. No, is it good? I've had such mixed, I've gotten such mixed reviews from these listeners. A lot of people are like, oh man, this is just cringy. It's a bunch of older women that were all fired. That this is, there is, and, and people are saying certain people that this feels like This, there was no point for the show. They just gave it, you know, remember we announced we're going to have a whole new Roni and just, we're going to have two Ronies that this is just like the parting gift just for the fans. And just like, look, we did it. We promised you to here. It is a lot of other people like it. I have to say, uh, because I heard so much about it and I was like, this, how could this be good? I'm 
pleasantly, listen, it's like the old Roni where you're having a major fight between the Kristen and Kelly Ben Simone. And then Luann is like, oh, we, they brought us caviar, darling. And it's like, it's, it's the little things that are being said off to the side. If you really pay attention that are hilarious. Do you know what I'm saying? And then Sonia's yeah, sure. like, Sonia's scratching her back with a knife. You know, and just yawning. It's like, it's things like, it's it's Roni. It's the typical, it's kind of like Salt Lake is this season where you have a bunch of all-stars and there's a million things going on at once. So I have to say the kind of breakout star is Kristen Taman. Kristen wow. is like, you know what it is? Kristen is just like us. She's sitting, there's a one scene wow. where her and Kelly go at it. Now you could argue are these two desperate people, like the non-OG OGs that like are finally back on the TV and they all want their moment? It's Kelly and, and Kristen. They waited 10 years for this. It doesn't feel that way. It feels where Kelly and Kristen are having this argument. And Kristen's like, no, no, no. That happened in season six. In season six, she did this. And then she's like, no, no, no. That was season 10. And then someone else has something. She's like, no, no, no. That's the season you guys went to Montana. And Kelly is like, Girl, are you a fan of the show? Now, yeah. Carlos King, and they do break the fourth wall. You know, Carlos has gone on to say, and I agree, what's wrong with being a fan? Can't you be? I'm personally not a fan. People can call me a fan. I'm not offended by that. I'm a fan of Madonna. I went to the Madonna concert and I screamed and I cried and I was there two nights and I didn't get any sleep and I went with all my boys. I'm a fan of Madonna, Louise, Veronica, Sicone, yes, whose first album appeared in 1983 with Madonna, oh, Madonna the self-entitled. And yes, I'm not a fan of Bravo or Housewives at this point in my life. This is my job. Love lots of people, but what's what is wrong if Kristen is a fan? But she's like, I'm not a fan. I just know the show. I watch the show. Like I have a great memory. And Kelly just can't. She's like, no, it's a little weird that you stalked all of us. And Kristen's like, what? Well, Kristen knows every little detail, so it's really love funny. It. Okay, it's funny. Be a good combo. Yeah. Listen, yeah. they talk about her husband's thing with Ashley Madison. Remember, the husband was on Ashley Madison, so they're they're going back and look. Good. So Kristen to me is the breakout star. Kelly, I had Kelly on this podcast. I thought it was going to be a big redeeming moment for her. Lots of people were like, having Kelly on your podcast did not redeem her. The consensus amongst the fans from doing a temperature check is that this experience has not redeemed Kelly just yet. She's she's the same Kelly, sure. I think, I think Kelly, I really do think Kelly is a misunderstood housewife, but I get why everybody thinks she's crazy. She really is all about authenticness and being in the moment and, and I don't like it not being thirsty, but when she tries to explain this in every situation, yeah, sometimes she comes across as like a little crazy. That's all. But it is, it's a lighthearted watch so far. So there you go. And Ramona is not taking over every scene. So I don't know. Did they minimize her? I don't know about that. But Dorinda's fighting with Kristen and saying, let's not be, let's not make a, let's not get it confused, honey. You were fired. I was put on pause. And Kristen is like, what? She's like, it sounds like being on pause and fired are the same thing. So Kristen is kind of like the voice of reason. She's kind of like the breakout of the whole damn show for me. I don't know if that's because we haven't seen her in so long, but that's where I am. Sorry for being so long-winded. No, that's great. I mean, I, no, I love to hear your hot take on that. Oh, I think I think people are definitely talking about it for sure. That's my hot take. What else you want to talk about? Um. Okay, well, let's go to Beverly Hills. And... um. What do you make of, like, where are you at? Where's your temperature? Where's your opinion with our Kyle and Morgan together? Because there was a big video out of the lyrics to um, 27 Club, one of Morgan Wade's songs, where basically she's like, I'm hooking up with a Beverly Hills hottie, the one that the one that wants to do pills off my body. I'm way over that. I'm at the Chateau. We're leaving separately because you're famous. You know, she got to go, whatever the lyrics are. They're along that line. And then, of course, Morgan's doing an interview and she goes, I haven't even been to the Chateau, but I wrote about it. And now that I'm in Beverly Hills, it, I have contacts. Okay. Is anyone like, I mean, and now and Kyle came forth in this past episode and was like, my relationship with Morgan is unlike any of my friendships. 
Our girl Dorit is no longer close with Kyle. I mean, where are you at, honey? Where is your gaida? Well, like, why are you putting this into a song if it's not happening? That seems crazy, right? She's putting in the song that she's hooking up with a Beverly Hills hottie that doing pills off her body isn't country music all about the story of your life and your depression and your terrible childhood i mean isn't that what like morgan let me can i just say something morgan annoys me on the show i'm not i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling these scenes with her i don't like her so far i don't like her sorry um I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, every country song is not. And, you know, people, every, a lot of country artists sing other people's songs. So it's, it's not like it's rare to not have it be the truth, but it's just such a weird coincidence. I don't know. And then they were. Listen, I just had Alison Dubois, the medium, and she's all about it being fake. Now, my other friend, Um, I mean, I, I can say this. I'm not, you know, you always, I go back when it's text. I mean, I text with Catherine Edwards all the time. She's like, well, this is, she thinks it's real. I mean, here's my thing. It's little things like this. You look at Kathy Hilton's Christmas party and there's Kyle and Morgan. Now I know Kathy says she loves Morgan and blah, blah, blah. But like, you're there with Morgan. Like, okay, yes, Kathy probably would have invited her anyway. Sure. Seems like the two of you went together. So it's like, I just, uh, why... You don't spend all this time and bring someone to a Christmas party. Like to me, you're together, whether you're fucking, whether you fuck every now and then, whether you pass out drunk together, naked, whether you're just nothing has happened, but you're in love with the person. I'm it's, this doesn't seem like a friendship to me. It seems like more. I'm sorry. It just does. Okay. So, so what changed for you? Because a couple episodes ago, you were like, no, I don't think, I don't think they're together. I mean, what is she doing at Kathy's Christmas party? Maybe that was it. Like, why are you, I don't get it. I don't get it. I just don't get this. I'm not saying that they're like, and I'm not even saying they're in love. Like I just, the whole thing is just, Do you feel this way about one of your friends? You never felt that way about Dorit. No wonder why Dorito's jealous. No wonder why she's jealous. Our girl, poor Dorit. I love my Um, I don't know. I'm as lost as ever. I I guess I don't give it too much credence. But then when I saw the lyrics to Morgan Waits, I'm like, what in the world, sweetie? I mean, this is just, you expect us all to believe this is a coincidence. I don't know. Maybe it is. I guess I think I need to go back to my gut feeling, which was this is about publicity. And there it's very calculated, even though Kyle says that's not true. And like, that's okay. But like, eventually the people don't care. I mean, they already don't care. Like, I mean, I'm right up there with after Kim and Croy, I put Kyle and Morgan. I just don't even fucking care anymore. (sighs) We got to okay. We do okay. Um, oh, one more topic. You, you, oh, what about this one? I mean, she made our we just did our best of and worst of lists. She made both of our worst of lists of 2023. In what world? I mean, I think it would be great, but this bitch, Jen Shaw, this delusional bitch from jail, she's chosen Kim Kardashian to play her in a movie on her life. First of all, I mean, oh, what? what do you think of this, Jen Shaw? You already had the Shaw Shocker. Ain't no one making a scripted movie on your life, sweetheart. You see, you know? Emma Stone wants to. Emma Stone, the really? actress on Emma Stone was on a red carpet, asked about, I don't know, pop culture obsession or something she has. And she said the Jen Shaw story. And she would like to do some sort of biopic on Jen Shaw. Emma freaking Stone. Wow. I stand corrected. That shut me up. And, that and shut then- me up. <laughs> Uh, somehow it got to people asking Jen Shaw who she would want to play her and she would like Kim Kardashian. Well, I, actually, I see to me, I, I feel like, like that could actually happen. I'm okay with it. Listen, I don't care. I know everyone hates blah, blah, blah. I thought Kim did great in American Horror Story. Kim just sold a comedy, you know, I think to Hulu or Netflix. I think maybe yeah. it was Netflix. She has a comedy. So 
I don't know why you would want to be an actress when you have a billion dollars in a private plane and an actual company. I mean, being an actress or an actor ain't really where it's at. You sit around for 15 hours a day and, you know, you go to craft services and you're in your trailer and then you go do your lines and then you go back to your trailer for 19 more hours. And I mean, the pay ain't never going to compare to what Skims is worth and your plane and actually running KKW Beauty, although... We have no W, I guess, because Kanye is history. But so more power to her for wanting to act. I would love Kim Kardashian to play Jen Shaw. I would love that personally. Emma Stone ain't so bad either, now, girl. Emma, Emma Stone, I need to correct this. Emma Stone, you know, is in a new film. And um, Yorgos Lanthimos is the director. And basically she was kind of asked, or it got on the topic. Lanthimos is the perfect person to take on uh, a Bravo biopic mm. um, when asked on the red carpet at the premiere of poor things, which housewife Lanthimo should give the film treatment to Emma Stone instantly responded, Jen Shaw. Duh. Can you imagine? Um, that's it's a good one. That's um, a good one. But I mean, is there really that much depth to Jen Shaw? Jen Shaw? Like, I mean, you would have to get into her, like I'm just envisioning it, growing up in Hawaii, broke, poor, you know, you'd have to show her wanting financial wealth at a young age. Then you would have to show her accumulating the wealth and buying the Gucci and hiding under the mattress and Coach Shaw, there might be some something there. There might be, there might need a little salt and pepper. There may not be a little enough flavoring on that one, but we we might have something. I still don't know if we're going to do a buy-up. I mean, who else would it be? I mean, Teresa, it's not that exciting. You went to jail, you got over it, you moved on. Like, I don't think her story's that interesting. Um, Erica, eh. Daphne, yeah. Maybe Shaw's the only one. I'm all about it, but I can skip. I mean, I'm okay if this never comes to fruition and never makes it to the movie theater. The Hilton sisters would be the most interesting by far. That would be the most interesting. Next time we have to talk about some like recap of RHON. I want to hear your thoughts on Potomac. We have to, we have a lot of, we have a lot of franchises that were, and as we could talk a little more about Beverly Hills too. So we're going to talk soon. We got Ariana uh, uh, Maddox tea. Yeah, a lot. I got to talk about that too. All right, I will see you very soon. Love ya. Talk to you later. Bye.